Welcome to the Living Centered Podcast, where we enter into honest conversations about pursuing a more centered life, rediscovering, reclaiming, and rooting in to who we truly are. I'm your host, Miles Edcox. I'm your host, Lindsay Nobles. And I'm your host, Mackenzie Vogt. Hey everyone, I'm so excited about this special episode of the Living Centered Podcast. As we're ending one year and starting the next, I thought it might be really fun to pull in multiple voices from across the organization to join me for this conversation. To kick off this conversation, I decided to pull in our VP of Clinical Services, Austin Hoteling. Austin is such a brilliant clinician, but honestly, he's just one of my favorite humans. And so we talked about the reality that many of us are facing right now as we start and look to 2022 Maybe 2021 didn't look like how we thought it was going to. If you were like me, you came into 2021 ready for a little bit of a reset and it was anything but. And so we had an honest and real conversation about what do we do with that reality? How do we continue to live in hope? How do we continue to look to the future while also staying present and not missing out on the beautiful gifts that the last two years have given us? I brought in a specialist today. As we think about ending one year and starting the next, I really wanted to bring in someone who would um, offer a little bit more insight before we have all of our interviews from our team. So I brought in Austin Hoteling. I said it right? You're very good. Oh, thank you so much. And I thought we could just have a conversation about what a lot of us are feeling as we end 2021. And that is, where did this year go? I had different expectations for it. How do I even bolster up uh, the inertia and the excitement to look to 2022 with any kind of hope? So, thanks <laughs> yeah. for being here. Yeah, thank you. I think um, myself, like a lot of other people, were hoping that it would be more of a relief than yeah. 2020 was not. It feels the exact same and in some ways more pressurized. Yeah. Um, and so I think it has influenced my view of 2022. I think somehow I've preserved hope that it, 2022 will be different, mm-hmm. but it's it's cautiously optimistic hope. Yeah. Um, and so, so I'm, it's preserved. I think the biggest thing for, I want to be able to return to some things that we have been missing for the last two years, travel as a family, yeah. activities, connection with people that I care about and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It feels, I felt so disconnected. And I felt like even ending 2020, I had a little bit of a struggle planning for 2021 because I think even last year, it felt like there was so much question mark over it. And I thought, okay, surely by the time we get to the end of next year, there will be less question marks and there still is question marks. So how do we live in that tension of not yet, but also I can't plan, but it is good for me to plan and I need to have hope. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I don't know that I've got this figured out Mm -hmm. uh, perfectly myself, but it does give us an opportunity to practice what we preach here sometimes Mm -hmm. with mindfulness, just being present. I think part of my built-up disappointment uh, during this pandemic has been anticipating vacations that then got canceled. Yeah. That's just the easiest example because I know so many people relate to it. Um, Yeah. But then there's other more significant losses. Like, what's this going to be like? What's Thanksgiving going to look like? Mm-hmm. I remember having to mask up a year ago to go see my parents, and and it just felt weird. So it's the invitation I feel like to stay focused on what's right and good and enjoyable about today. Yeah. And so I think it's of one of the takeaways for me in the pandemic has been being able to get better at that exercise, that muscle about focusing on the present moment. Uh, there's a lot right about right now. 
And if I try and plan out 2022, um, I'm getting in front of my skis a little bit. Getting out in front of your skis yeah. a little bit. We talk about that in our house. That's a phrase we use a lot. Yeah. I got out in front of my skis there in yeah, that one. Yeah, I'm going to turn into a snowball. Yeah. And I think as someone who lives so future-oriented, I would agree that's one of the gifts that 2020 and 2021 have given me is an ability to say, I can't plan that far ahead. I have to be present right here in this moment while looking around me and seeing a lot of gifts. And I think that's one of the things that I'm leaving and taking into 2022. I hope that I don't lose that, even if we have the ability to start going places and connecting in a different way and returning to some of the quote-unquote normal things. I don't want to lose that rhythm, and I don't want to lose that gift. So why do we? Why do you think it's important? I know we teach here at Onsite is really we have to look back in order to uh, move forward. But like, why do we need to reflect on what the last two years have been? Yeah, good question. Again, I um, to me, I just believe in my own personal life that remembering is is important. Mm. So I'm a big fan in lots of different ways. I'm a big fan of, uh, like you know, we've laughed about this, but uh, personal family history. Yeah, it t- to me that ties into this kind of a thing mm-hmm. that if I don't recall or reflect on where we've been generationally or yeah. personally, I'll repeat some of the same patterns and mistakes, I think I can fall into a, a spirit of ingratitude mm. if I lose track of remembering and recalling. Yeah. So reflecting on where I've been uh, during COVID and during the last couple of years helps me maintain gratitude and if, uh, back out or zoom out and look at a bigger picture of, uh, I found myself a lot in the last couple of years when people say, how you doing? Um, one of my common responses has been, there's way more right in my life than wrong. That's really good. Um, it's a great perspective. Because sometimes the, it's been stressful. And yeah. the, and my response is, is like, do you really want to know the answer to that? Is this what I'm thinking in my yeah. head? But then if I back out of that initial reaction, um, it's still strongly true that the, the majority of what's going on in my life is, is good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have to worry about a lot of things. Yeah. And I, I'm grateful for that. So remembering, I, uh, there's a reverence that comes with remembering mm-hmm. that I feel like helps people stay present um, into what really matters. Yeah, you know? that's so good. That's a great charge to remember as we look back. Um, what is one of the gifts that you feel like 2021 brought you? Um, well, work-wise, one of the biggest things that's happened 2020 and 2021 is creativity. Mm-hmm. Um it mandated it, it kind of forced it. And I, we've had a lot of conversations internally at yeah. Onsite about that. But some of the products that w- our teams are the most excited about right now or the offerings were born out of necessity to get creative. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's been refreshing and even enjoyable to have a, f- a forced invitation into getting outside the box mm-hmm. and see how creative our team can be. And it blows my mind. There's something re- recharging, refreshing about doing something new and thinking that uh, something that we thought was more contained or that clinical work needed to be done this way. Yeah. There's really way more ways that we can make a difference in a, and accomplish our goal, our mission, to help more people better, you know? Yeah, I think that's been a really great thing from our team to see for the ability for us to make mental health and emotional health accessible and approachable. Yeah. That's been, I mean, we've wanted to do that for years, but I feel like there's, 
we open the floodgates, right? Like, let's figure out how to do that on less and less time. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. that's really great. That's one. I think another one that I think of is um, the strength or resilience. This kind of ties to recalling or just yeah. thinking about this is of the team. Mm. It's of our team, of uh, the company, of onsite, of the mission. Mm-hmm. There's a strength or resilience in the mission. I think that the beginning of this whole pandemic debacle, we were, I mean, everybody in business, I think, was wondering, are we going to make it? You yeah. know, is this, are we going to, how are we going to fare through this thing? How long is this going to last? Uh, we're a direct service oriented company. And mm-hmm. if you can't, if you have to social distance with masks on, how do you do therapy? All of that was a real factor. Yeah. And so to see that people's Interest in therapy and motivation for personal growth mm-hmm. was stronger than the pandemic. Yeah, is is awesome. It's uh, people didn't stop coming. There was a lull at the very beginning when mm-hmm. everybody was afraid, but then it was we're busier this. than ever. It's, yeah. it's people who need this, and all of our friends in private practice are saying the same thing. So there's something inspiring about just the human drive for connection and growth mm-hmm. and healing that is stronger and supersedes fears of a pandemic. And I like thinking about that. I love that. My therapist always talks about what's in your backpack. And I think one of the things that I feel like I've taken personally and we've taken as an organization is just a a really deepening understanding of that resilience, that we are an organization that gets up off the mat. I'm someone coming through the pandemic to say like, I know I can do this because I've done it before. And I think and we now yeah. carry resilience in our backpack. So yeah, that's great. Which is an awesome parallel process or offering of what we're trying to provide to people that come here. Yeah. Or the whole, our effort of getting off the mat just metaphorically in life, mm-hmm. let alone in business. But yeah. people keep getting up. Yeah. And, and that's very apparent in, in this pandemic. I love that. And so what would be your hope? I think one of the questions I'm asking as we wrap up with everyone is what is their hope, their personal hope for 2022? But then what is their collective hope? Like what would you want to leave our listeners with, with their hope for 2022? Yeah, I, so, I mean, when you first had me think about that question, mm-hmm. my first response is I hope there's no pandemic. I, <laughs> I hope we come out on the other end of this and, and we're done. Yeah. But I don't know that that'll be the case. I, I guess a personal hope would be that I'll continue to grow in my ability to remember mm-hmm. as a as a muscle, I want to exercise that muscle more this next year. I do want to travel. Yeah, I'm feeling a little cooped up. Little I do itchy. want to do that with our kids, with with yeah. my family. So I, I'm hopeful about that. I think hope for listeners is is just still to not give up, to continue mm-hmm. getting off the mat. Yeah. You know, there's no matter what other hot topics come our way or additional controversy, controversy or uh, differences of opinion throughout this thing that connection is still possible amid differences of opinion and controversy. And if we can practice that within our own home, mm. fa- extended families, communities, we'll, we'll be better off. We'll make it through this thing. It's not going to last forever. Yeah. So um, don't wait for it to end before I seek out connection and try it now. We can get it now. That's so good. Thank you so much for sitting in with me, Austin. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited for you to hear from different members of our team. Today you'll hear from... I'm Candy Shelton, and I am the content production manager. I'm responsible for developing new um, digital resources, classes and courses, and for reviewing and structuring um, existing and new in-person programs. 
My name is uh, Clay Hatton, and I am the program coordinator at OnSite. So my name is Keith Ayer, and I serve as the system administrator here, just helping out with general IT needs and keeping everyone less frustrated with technology. Hi, I'm Lizzie McLaughlin. I'm the one of the business development directors at OnSite. For me, it's just about building relationships and helping people find resources to support their clients or friends or community or whatever avenue it comes through. I get to just be that touch point for them to help figure out what's going to be best. And if that's at on-site, great. And if it's not, then just really making sure I've done my research and homework to know what's the best out there to support them. My name is Lindsay Cromer. I am the clinical coordinator slash adjunct therapist at Milestones, and that's kind of a cumbersome title. So what that means is um, I do a lot of um, behind-the-scenes work, such as paperwork and medical records, yet I also get the other side of like the right brain side of meeting with clients individually as needed. One of my specialties is uh, DBT, dialectical behavior therapy. And so for me, this is a position that it's almost like it was made for me that I get best of both worlds uh, regarding clinical and administrative in a way. Hi, I'm Sue Ann Street. I am the culinary service manager. My name is Tara and I am an admissions specialist. So I am the point of contact for someone that is wanting information about our programs how they might go about enrolling in the programs and just finding out exactly what we offer here. So right off the bat, I asked several of our team members what they thought 2021 was going to look like. And here's what they had to say. Hmm, I think it was probably similar to everybody else. We just survived a pandemic. Vaccines had just been released, and everybody has different opinions on that, but some of it, some people, it gave them hope. And so there was just like this energy of like, okay, we did it, we're gonna do it, we're gonna get through. And it's so interesting, like my personal process moving into 2021 ended up being a harder year, as a lot of people realize. And I have insight to why, but it was kind of, it was just disappointing. You had this high hope of like, oh, we're finally gonna X, Y, and Z. And it's like, oh, just kidding. You're gonna be right in your way all year. And so that's just kind of continued for me. So to say I'm ready for a new year is an understatement. I deemed it a year for me, like a year of me, and also in like a year where I got to say yes to anything and everything that came my way. Um, I wanted to have more experiences. Coming off of 2020 was like, it was hard because a lot, it felt like a lot was taken away. And so um, coming into 2021, it was, all right, well, I'm gonna take what I have. And instead of looking at what I don't have, I'm gonna um, take all the opportunities I possibly can with the overall focus being on me and taking care of myself. Um, so that was the intention for sure. I think it's really important, and we have these conversations, to talk about and really get realistic about what the past two years have given us. For so many of us, it wasn't what we wanted, it didn't look the way we wanted it to, but we would be remiss to not call out and name the ways that the last two years have changed us for the better. And so here's some of the conversations we had around that. You know, I felt like 
I have to reflect back on the gifts of 2020 to understand the gifts of 2021. And for 2020, what I didn't realize until I did not have it was the containment of my home and being with my kids and my husband and only having access to a couple of friends that were in the neighborhood for a year um, really simplified my life. And it forced me to be more present with my kids than I ever have. And then moving into 2021, with the world opening up and just having being, you know, coming out to onsite a lot and being out moving more, I lost that presence. Mm -hmm. And I lost some joy and I lost some playfulness that is not like me. So the gifts, honestly, that 2020 taught me was what I don't want. I don't want to not be present for my kids. I don't, I'm gonna get emotional. I don't want to not have joy. And so taking, um, understanding and looking back and be like, wow, I lived a pretty overwhelmed, distracted life this past year, and I'm ready to make a different change. And so I love, I mean, sometimes New Year feels cliche, but I love the forced moment of looking back and saying what went well and what didn't go well. And I'm fortunately, I have a lot of Mm, this wasn't what I wanted for myself and for my kids and for my husband and for my life. And so I'm ready to reset and do it different in 2022. No, like you can understand the change that needs to happen, but you, the implementation can be harder. And that's a lot of what we do at Onsite is helping people take the knowledge and the hope that they have and really solidify that in their body and make a plan. And so I just hope I can practice what we preach, which is solidify that this is not serving me anymore. How I showed up this year wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think it was survival. So I don't, I'm not going to shame myself for it, but yeah. I, taking time to acknowledge that and solidify the change of like next year it's different and here's the action steps I'm going to take so it's nothing like you know I mean I probably could rebudget just to be honest like and do a little bit more workout goals or whatever but for me it's more that emotional connection that I just missed this year I just didn't do it the best that I wanted to and I'm ready to do it different I think what really brought me the most uh joy was um those experiences that I allowed myself to have, um, really just allowing myself to to be in the moment. There's really nothing like having awareness and then seeing seeing your awareness kind of play out in front of you. It it's like a comfort, right? It's kind of what some people would call like a god wink. The joy of being able to like be with myself previous uh, to this past year was. It was like a lonely thing. It was a scary thing. And learning to love myself, sit sit with myself um, and not have to like distract or or bring anyone else into into being yeah. by myself. Oh, patience. 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 I have learned a lot of patience in 2021 from being in the lockdown not being able to go out when I wanted to you know being able to go to the store when I wanted to you know to um just work too not being able to see my people and being patient and trying to get through this hard time and being patient with others knowing that it's hard for them as well you know and graciousness is definitely another one that I have to take because it's been a rough year for everyone so I'm just like, let's just let's just love everyone, you know, and be gracious and patient because this is a new thing for everyone. Yeah. 
So we're all trying to get into a new groove and trying to figure out our own patterns now because it's everything has been just so flip-flopped. I think a big thing for me in the last few years as far as the battle has been um, just personal family stuff Mm -hmm. and and just troubles that they've been going through and try to support them through it. Yeah. And, you know, I I think the end of this year, I I feel such a relief because a lot of those have resolved themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Just rebelliousness of a younger brother, um, you know, physical ills and falls for my mother and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, so surgeries. And so, you know, just seeing them become their brightest selves, you know, um, is, is just warms my heart. Mm. So the gift of family, mm-hmm. the gift of just um, being thankful, mm-hmm. having coming into a new job, a new position and a near, new career. Um, I think I'm taking into 2022 just about uh, learning a, more about myself. Yeah. And um, how to move forward. I'm, I reached the 50 age milestone. So what's next? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm taking. Yeah. That's awesome. And what are you leaving behind? Um, the old me. The Love old that. me leaving behind um, fear. Mm-hmm. And leaving behind just mainly the old me. I want to leave behind the old me and start new. Hey there, it's Candy from the Onsite Marketing Team here to invite you to do this whole New Year's resolution thing differently this year. This time of year, everywhere you look, the world is urging you to improve or to fix and find the new you. But we think that a new year doesn't have to mean finding a new you. Instead of searching for that elusive, better version of yourself, I want to invite you to join me on a journey of rediscovering who you've been all along. What if what you've been missing isn't somewhere out there? It's right here inside you. You just need to reconnect and find it again. So this January, we'll embark on a six-week journey through our best-selling online course, Rediscovering You. This course is going to equip you to truly connect with yourself and help you build toward the life you've always desired. We're kicking off January 17th all together, and I'll be joining you as a coach and companion. So join me and a community of like-minded individuals for a journey of self-rediscovery. See, this journey isn't about fixing you because you're not broken. This journey is about reconnecting, reclaiming, and rooting into the life you want to live. Only you can break the cycles that keep you stuck and journey forward with a renewed sense of clarity, purpose, and connection. The good news is you have everything you need already. Head on over to onsiteworkshops.com slash rediscovering you and use the code new year at the checkout for $200 off. The way we end one year, I really think matters. And so we talk a lot in this episode about looking back and making plans for the future. And so I wanted to know, did any of our team members have different rituals or ways that they approach the new year? I would say one of my favorite things to do uh, going into the new year is um, I really love going on kind of like a gratitude walk in Nashville and um, just kind of finding space for myself to be able to, to acknowledge really all the things that have happened over the year, good or bad. Um, I think it's just a way for me to essentially uh, live in kind of my humanity. I feel like the year can fly by really quick and all of a sudden I've realized that I've hit a new year and I have no plans for the next one. So um, I always think that like a gratitude walk really kind of allows me to 
uh, kind of settle down for just a moment and um, appreciate life for what it is and um, the people that I have in it and the opportunities that I've been presented. So yeah, I, I really enjoy going on a gratitude walk. I think that just gives me a, a, a completely different perspective going into um, the new year. I think uh, one of my old supervisors used to do this in a role that I had in college, um, but he called it cleaning the attic. And um, something that he would do is basically him and his wife, they would ask themselves, what do they want to take into the new year? And what do they not want to take into the new year? So basically, what do they want to leave behind? And what do they want to take with them into the next year? And I think that's some that's a practice that I really enjoy doing. I think it gives me, it allows me to kind of just refresh and treat treat the next year as a new one um, and not feel like I'm carrying over the previous year into the next I think you can learn a lot from one year and carry it over to the next, but I also think there's things that you can leave behind into the previous year as well. I used to have a lot of practices around ending a year and starting a new one. Um, A lot of it was tied to spiritual practice too, and some of that uh, has changed a lot for me. But the, the ending a year and starting a new one, there's still a lot of really helpful practices, I think, involved in that with me. And so part of what I've been doing over the last, I'd say, two years is trying to figure out the things that I really want to take with me and implement, but maybe they mean something a little bit different for me now. I used to go away and like retreat and and spend a lot of time like praying for a word to sort of guide me for the next year. And that was like the, the word I was going to concentrate on. Um, it doesn't look quite the same for me now, but I still think there's something really valuable about focusing on an intention or a word or something that's inspiring because I think it's really important to, at least for me in practice, it's been really important for me to to uh, at least think on and start the year, even if it changes throughout the year, but to start the year with something that I'm really looking to find. Like I want, if the word is, is rooting in, like or growth or create or creative, anything like that, just to find a word or a phrase and then start start looking for those patterns, start looking for those things and see where they show up and what pieces of the day or um, conversations stick out to me based on that. I think it make, it brings meaning to my days sometimes. I love wrapping up this episode with a little bit of hope. And so I asked every single one of our team members, what was one hope they had for themselves in 2022? And what was one hope that they had for you, our listeners? And here's what they had to say. Yeah, I think uh, something that I would hopefully be able to empathize with to people listening is um, I just hope that you give yourself permission. Um, I want to give myself permission going into next year um, to be able to have that that balance uh, within my uh, professional and personal life. I want to be able to say yes to the things that I'm excited about and say no to the things that I can't make happen. And that will ultimately, um, if I say yes to them, could cause anxiety or could just overwhelm me. Um, I want to be able to present myself some balance and, um, yeah, just enjoy the next year. Like I said, I think last year was in an endless hurry and I, I kind of want it to just, uh, be a little slower and, um, give myself permission to slow down a little bit. I hope that everyone finds a groove, you know, I hope that everyone finds that, that path for them because it seemed like we were on such a good track and then everything was just like, let's, let's go to the left real quick. I hope that everyone finds that. 
and finds that comfort because these past few years have been really hard on everyone. So I'm hoping for 2022 that everyone can just kind of ha, take a breath and get back to their routine and back to their lives. I would just love to for everyone to be able to breathe. First of all, for everyone else to be able to breathe and and be their their true self. And um, take away from the last couple of years what we've been going through and just um, be optimistic and have hope. Hope that everything is going to be okay. At the end of the day, no matter what you've gone through, that, um, you know, everything's going to be okay. Just knowing that everything's going to be okay and you can move forward and not backwards. And then for myself, I think the same thing, just being able to have hope. You know, continuing just 2021's hopes, because I don't think they've completely resolved. Uh, um, moving forward into, uh, you know, a new day where we can show our faces and smile at each other again and, you know, just be able to talk um, through these difficult things without hatred coming into play. It sounds silly, but the first thing I thought of, and then I paused and I was like, is that really what I want to say, is to have hope. Like anything that happened this year, and if you felt similar to me or you felt uh, maybe because of the transition it didn't go, like you can do it different. You can reset. You can always start over. Nothing is final. Nothing is set in stone. Everything's evolving and changing. And sometimes that's hard. Like everything's evolving and changing, and you get comfy, and then it changes. But then when you're uncomfy, guess what? It's going to change again. And so just remembering that and use your people. You know, reach out to your people. And I think that's my hope is that people reach out to their people and support each other in this new year. So that would be my encouragement is when when things get tough or things don't go the way that you expected them to. Um, and I'm when I say you, I'm also including myself. Um, the encouragement is to trust and and to know that there is going to there's going to be you're going to reap benefits from a tough situation. And I look forward to that for myself. And I look forward to that for anyone who's listening. I think my hope for me and my family is to press into connection with each other and within ourselves more. That's that's my biggest hope is um to really to really practice that presence piece that I talked about earlier that I'm famously not good at, but to enjoy you know not just sitting down at meal times but maybe like every bite and and every you know phrase and every little expression from my kids just have moments to really dig into that kind of thing with myself and with my people and then I think uh, my hope for our audience would be um, yeah maybe the let's relinquish some of the seriousness that the world is handing us plenty of seriousness and so I think my hope is that we could all uh, have moments of levity and, and whimsy Y'all, thanks for joining us on this journey. I have loved these conversations with our team members, and I hope that it's inspired you a little bit. I hope that you can look to this next year and really bring presence with you. I hope that you take some time to reflect back on all the gifts that the year brought you and all the things that you are excited to take with you and maybe even name those things that you don't want to take with you. My hope for you as you do this is that you will give yourself permission to show up for your life. You only get one beautiful wild life, and I hope that you live it in 2022, whatever that means. 
So from all of us at OnSite, thanks for joining us, and we cannot wait to see you in 2022. Thank you for listening today and for committing valuable time to share space with these powerful stories. Make sure you hit subscribe to get all of our inspiring conversations with these incredible people delivered directly to you. And if you found this conversation particularly impactful, consider supporting the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. When our emotional health is suffering, many of us begin to feel alone and overwhelmed. If you're in that place right now, we deeply encourage you to ask for help. If OnSite can support you in connecting the dots with one of our programs or other offerings, our admissions team would love to connect with you. Simply call 1-800-341-7432 or visit onsiteworkshops.com.